Welcome to the Mike on Much podcast. I'm your host, Mike Vierman. I'm here with my friend and trusted producer, Max Kerman. On the phone, calling in from Hamilton, is our pop culture aficionado, Shane Cunningham. Also in the room is intern Erica. And joining us sort of randomly is my brother, <laughs> Greg Vierman. Brother Greg. Brother Greg. <laughs> brother was, Greg. Yeah, he's got a bag of salt and vinegar chips and, and a uh, can of Budweiser. So Also uh, noticed that he's uh, Erica's boss, too. Oh, yep, Max. Sir. No, we're a team, man. We work together. Okay. I'm like the captain. She's uh-huh. the assistant captain. <laughs> You're the captain now? That's right. Okay, uh, so this podcast is interesting because we're recording this on a Sunday night. You will be getting it Monday morning. A lot has happened. Uh, this is a big Toronto sports weekend. The Leafs and Raptors both had games on Friday and today, Sunday. Game of Thrones is happening right now, and I'm mildly annoyed that I'm not watching it. Uh, because and we're Max, definitely not talking about Game of Thrones on this podcast. Well, no, we can't because I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I don't care. Okay, that's. No. I'm glad you don't, uh, so that speaks for you. Uh, <laughs> so the reason I bring this up is because, again, like I said, we normally do this podcast with our friend and brother Shane Cunningham in the room. He is not in the room because Max just called an audible like 12 hours ago and was like, eh, let's record a pod Sunday night. Lots going on in the city. Shane, what was your experience? Or maybe we'll, first we'll listen. Max, why did you call this podcast? Well, first of all, I resent the way my voice is portrayed. In <laughs> <laughs> Everybody always goes, I'm well, doing it's very demeaning. I don't like it at all. I don't uh, know who had the first Max impression, but we're all doing an impression of that impression. Yeah, I think Jug and Julian did it, my, my right. old roommates. But uh, basically, uh, there's uh, two uh, big nights in sports for Toronto, Toronto sports fans happened, one on Friday and today on Sunday. And if we were to record on Tuesday like we're planning to, that stuff's going to seem really old. So I figured, let's talk about our experience on Friday and sa- on Sunday, and let's get into it. That yeah. was the thinking. But this is so weird because we don't care about hockey, and that's really what... It, it, it's a big night for hockey, but for the Raptors, it's not a big night. Yeah, but I was going. I knew I was going to the game, so I, I kind of want to talk about that. <laughs> Max oh. to the tr- Max he just wants to talk about the hookup and how he, he got went in to there. The Leafs game tonight. I went for free. I'm still <laughs> still shooting a hundred. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that whole experience in a second. But Shane, because I got a text yesterday, and I was with my. It was it's Easter Sunday right now, so like I was in Hamilton, had to come back. Shane, what were you thinking when you got a text from Max? And you're like, oh, I'm going to be calling in Sunday just night. Just something I smelled like bullshit. I was like, something's <laughs> up. It's just like an excuse so they can say. Oh, I gotta, I gotta go hang with the guys and have a few drinks because we're doing it for the pod. It didn't feel. <laughs> There's a tr- it, element of truth. In it that, didn't sure. feel real because we're not a sports podcast and nothing notable is happening. Like the Raptors are the most boring playoff series. The only thing that could possibly be interesting would be if they lost. Sure, but if the Leafs won today, which they did not, which we'll get into, the city would be like half in the bag right now. Like that people is would be true. so excited. It'd be the first be uh, yeah, first uh, playoff series win since 2004. So that's I was hoping uh, the, the city would be burning right now. Is kind right. of what I was hoping for. So yeah. as so is because uh, we both know uh, that the Leafs did not win. Uh, it's this might be a bit of a boring podcast, but I'm open to see what happens. Let's give it a go. So anyway, what I wanted to see is uh, I knew Mike um, had to do a family thing on Friday night, and he was missing a Raptors thing. So that was the first thing I wanted to know. How was your family night in Hamilton Yeah, during the middle of the Raptors game? So obviously, like, I I watch every uh, game of the regular season for the Raptors plus preseason. I do not miss a minute. I'm obsessed. My wife knows that when the playoffs come around, I am going to be watching every minute of those games. Through serendipity, uh, my uh, brother-in-law, who I love dearly, uh, Clay, he turned 40. So he... Um, he ruined had, the, your 
playoffs. Well, it happened <laughs> to fall on the night of the Raptors uh, game three against Orlando Magic in the playoffs. Now, this is what I will say. In the past, I might have sort of been a selfish person and been like, well, it's my playoffs. But <laughs> this time around, I felt I was like, no, this is like, listen, I'm a dad. We have a child. I'm an adult. These, these are the family things you have to do. It's not about you. And by the way, like I also like everybody in the family knows that I'm like a, an obsesso when it comes to the Raptors. So like I didn't want to walk in there and then everyone be like, oh, Mike's, you know, I didn't want to make it about me because it was his night. So anyway, going into this, there was a part of me that was like a little bit like sad because I was like, oh, I'm going to miss the Raps game. But again, it's not about me. That being said, I once I made the decision that I'm not going to look at my phone or look at the score or anything like that. I actually was kind of weirdly sort of free, and it was an amazing uh, time. We were at this uh, great Mexican uh, restaurant in Hamilton on James North. It was a great night, uh, and then it turned out they won anyway. So I went home, and I immediately, like when we got back, I just watched the whole replay. Did you on PVR it and not look at your Twitter? I have NBA League Pass. Yeah, I, so I didn't look at Twitter. I didn't so look you at no anything. Idea. But here's the thing. So the Leafs were all f- also playing. I like for me, I actually kind of seemed like a saint because there were so many Leafs fans at the table. They were all trying to check their phones. Okay. So I actually kind of seemed like uh, like I got off good. Oh, so so you were the guy at the table who didn't seem sports. I was the obsessed. adult at the table, Max. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it was uh, really nice, though. Yeah, the uh, it was funny. I, I think did Danica post Danica Mike's wife? Did she post anything on Instagram about that night? That yeah, she posted a bunch of photos from the dinner. It was funny because everybody looked nice and everybody seemed like they're having a great time. And all I could think of was how much how miserable you were. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, you know, on the surface, this is Instagram at its core. I would have you would have thought I would be miserable, uh-huh. but I actually once you make the choice, you're you're committed. It's and funny, I, I had a great night. I saw those photos too, and it was a lot of Danica's family and. They're just kind of everyone's looking nice for the dinner, and everyone's in you know nice clothes. And then, but I hadn't seen you yet, and I just was expecting once I finally saw you to like you know have your face painted or wearing <laughs> a, a raptor shirt. Like you just you know you'll go to the dinner, but the fan will still be there. And you had a big boy shirt on, in a but you had a big boy shirt on, top, yeah, showing the guns. No, I I was wearing a uh, button up, a button up. Yeah, I was in Miami uh, flying home because I was in Miami from Tuesday to Friday with Lauren. And our flight was at 8.30, so it was going to be at the end of both Raptors and Leafs games. But my flight got delayed because of bad weather until 12.30. So it was actually kind of a cool experience because uh, I was in the bar in the uh, airport. And on the TV, the Raptors game was on. So, and there was a bunch of Canadians that were also waiting for their flight. Uh, so that happened. And then I had the Leafs game on my computer. And everybody just ended up huddling around with this one uh, dude's iPad and everybody watched the end of Leafs game. So it was actually wow. like, ended up being an awesome. All Canadians, you think? All Canadians. Yeah, because everybody was all waiting for the same flight. So it ended oh. up being like a great, memorable experience as that, as, as shitty as it is to have a flight on Friday night that was supposed to leave at 8.30 p.m. It didn't end up taking off till 12.30. The fact that I got to watch both of those wins and everybody was in a great mood ended up uh, being a silver lining to bad weather. And here's the thing to Friday too is obviously Leafs and Raptors in the playoffs, but there's also a TFC game, there's a Marley's game, and there's a Jays game. And Toronto went five for five. Or six for never, six? Six for six. It never happened. Did the Marlies win six? There was the Marlies and then um, the Wolfpack, the rugby team in oh. Toronto. Did they play too? They did, and they won. How, how did we forget about the Wolfpack? Wolf, nice. Wolfpack. Actually, well, I was That's working the Wolfpack oh. call. I just made that up. I don't know what a Wolfpack is. Is that what lacrosse? I, think they the I don't know, but it's their cheerleaders the are called the She-Wolves. <laughs> really? Yeah, I know that. I know that. I've been, to, I've been to a rugby game. They're I've, really actually been to, I've been to a rugby game. Too. So needless to say, it was a historic night in Toronto. Shaney, what was your Friday night like? Um, I was drinking flights of beer with my wife. We're getting yeah, into- What is this thing you're doing? <laughs> I, the, you guys make your homemade flights? Is it yeah, like I, making I homemade nachos? On your Instagram that it's like uh, you guys are just partying by yourselves with like being beer connoisseurs. What's the deal? 
Yeah, I don't know. I've kind of gotten into uh, breweries and doing brewery <laughs> tours and drinking <laughs> <laughs> drinking beer at home. Yeah, it's fun. And no one else is around. And uh, I have fun drinking with Alex. <laughs> no one else. I don't know. So what kind of beers were in that flight? Tell us about it. Uh, there's this, my favorite beer. It's a really weird name. It's called Juicy Ass, though. And it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's Flying Monkeys. Because they, they have really what? funny that's names for, for these beers. And it's a delicious, like, sour beer. And I really enjoy it. And there's these, um, there's these guys. They have a TV show called Tales from the Ale Trail, and I'm kind of buddies with them. And uh, we're like, <laughs> we, how, how are you buddies with them? Uh, I just added them on Instagram, and we DM each other. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so I, don't, I, I, I don't like wine as much as I like beer. So I've kind of gotten into this. But um, I was watching the Raptors game in the in the background while we were enjoying the beers. But I think the Raptors series is very boring right right now it's like pretty, it's a pretty boring series You're it's right. anticlimactic yeah. for sure mm-hmm. the, the game one kind of fictitiously made it dramatic which it wasn't really ever in doubt yeah, yeah. it's only they interesting when they when they lose i wouldn't say it's like emergency pod sunday night for this rather <laughs> like, the man's trying to have a flight hey shane uh what, like, where are you recording right now are, are alex and the baby lou down are they are you in like a room isolated? How oh, are you yeah. doing this? Yeah, lose out like a light at seven every night. So uh, yeah, we I just watched Game of Thrones and uh, and then I ha- I have like this office set up where I have my H six and all all my gear. All right, what are you wearing right now? Because it's ten thirty six at night. No, because I know what I would be wearing if I wasn't in this boardroom with three other people. I'm I'm in my underwear and I have a, uh, a cardigan on and a pink shirt. <laughs> a cardigan. The pink well, shirt's cardigan under with the cardigan. Underwear is. You're wearing your underwear, so you have bare legs, but you're wearing a cardigan. Um, I'm wearing really long socks for some reason, so they're like halfway up my uh, calf. <laughs> so the, hey, my Shane, legs aren't really bare. The uh, the pizza guys that showed up at your house. Uh, that was another Instagram I was kind of curious so, about. So yeah. for the, for those of you listeners, go to Shane's uh, personal Instagram, which is ShaneyBoy69, at ShaneyBoy69. Uh, and he posted a photo. Was it on? It was on yours, right, Shane? Yeah, yeah. This is kind of a another tradition my wife and I have. Every Friday, I will order a medium cracker crust uh, Domino's pizza and a small Papa John's pizza. And the reason we do it is, I don't know if anyone listening is familiar with Papa John's, but they have the best garlic butter dipping sauce. And it tastes delicious with Domino's pizza. The, the, Papa John's pizza is good in its own right, but... It, it the combination of their garlic sauce mixed Wait with Domino's a second. is perfect. What you order the small pizza just for the garlic sauce? Well, I I do still eat the pizza. Like I'm not just going <laughs> to leave it there. But I try to All get right. the smallest one possible, and then yeah, it's a it's a high uh, calorie night. So the Domino's pizza in the Papa John's dipping sauce is it's, it's that's perfect the combo. Yeah, it's ah. it's how we treat ourselves on Friday night. But we're trying to uh, <laughs> we're getting into summer mode, so now we're just having one large cracker crust on Friday nights, and we're taking out the uh, Papa John's element. But we do have a uh, like a, a we've stocked up on garlic sauces because we always order a couple more than we can actually eat. Shane, is there, is there ever like a moment where you kind of just sit back and like think like this is my life? <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. Doesn't Alex, get any better than yeah. this. Alex and I'm I always talk about it. And I'm crushing his. Uh... Alex and I honestly always talk about how our awesome our lives are. We're always like, "This is awesome." Like, <laughs> I don't think Greg was intending that. that was the tone <laughs> when he asked that question. But well, uh, but what's beautiful is that what's beautiful is that Shane that is what it's awesome about his life. It is true. Yeah, I, and I fully know what Greg was implying. Like I'm some sort of loser. <laughs> 
Also, I like how articulate I just sounded as if I haven't been at a bar drinking and watching the Raptors game. <laughs> well, uh, Mike, describe for our listeners where we are right now and what the deal is. Okay, so we are currently in... Uh, uh, so uh, if you're listeners, you know that Dan Hamilton and myself live in the same building. We were trying to figure out where to record this thing tonight because, again, Max on a whim decided to do an emergency Sunday night pod, <laughs> which I'm enjoying thus far. Uh, and we were, I was like... And this is what always happens with Max is he'll like send a text... And he'll be like, hey, I'm thinking of doing this. And then I immediately, and he's the producer, by the way. And I immediately go, okay, well, how do we do this? And how do we do that? Who's going to record it? Who's going to whatever? And he's like, uh, he's like, okay, let me get back to you in five. And then he comes back and he's like, we're going to do it at Dan's place. He goes, it's going to be 10 o'clock. He's like, Erica's down to do it. I go, okay, what about Shane? He's like, Shane's going to call in. I go, okay. So I've produced the hell out of this thing so far. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, so I go, I go, we're actually going to do it at 10 because Game of Thrones goes till 10 yeah. and it might be a longer episode. Also, you have to time shift that after the Raptors game. I'm like, there's no way Dan Hamill's going to let us into his fucking apartment mm-hmm. if Game of Thrones is even close to like still being on. Max, let me get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> well then, okay, here's the thing. Um, let's get into this because I've been asking you for two weeks. You live in this building that has all these boardrooms on the second floor. I know this just because I've been visiting. And Mike, you're one of the most capable people that I know. You refused to pick up the phone and just ask your front desk <laughs> about this particular thing. So then I ended up asking Dan, Dan, give me your fucking front desk guy's number and I'll call. So I called down. Well, I, I was at my own apartment. I said, hey, I'm calling from 9-11. Can I have one of your boardrooms? No problem. I have to just fill out some paperwork. So anyway, uh, yeah, pr- no, pr- producer's job is done. What I would say to done. that is that uh, I'm a dad with a baby, man. I can't be calling <laughs> boardrooms. I'm worried about the raps advancing the second round. <laughs> no, but you know what's funny? Though? And by the way, it's one of these things that like everybody has their thing that they just ref- will not or cannot just do, just take care of. And yeah. I have a laundry list of things that I will not and cannot do. <laughs> including a laundry list. Uh, including the laundry. I fucking hate doing the laundry. Let me tell you. And so it was just funny that like this one particular, because Mike, I've seen you troubleshoot like a hundred different yeah, things. And yeah. you're so I was like, what is keeping him? What is the mental hurdle for him just calling down and think? Anyway, it's, I, it's, you don't have to give me an explanation. It's, 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 it's your own thing. I have many of my own. And, yeah, uh, but, but, anyway, we, but we figured it out. I, okay. I, mine taxes. I haven't done it yet. Have That's you guys? Mine too. Have you? Have you not done your taxes yet? I just did mine this weekend, but my parents were pissed that I waited Why so long. Why were your parents pissed? That I waited so long. I, there's so many forms you have to get from employers and people, and yeah. it's a uh, lot. Max, I can't have be you done your taxes? taxes uh, my accountant did. It. I, didn't <laughs> I just signed the paper. I just, <laughs> I just, I just crumpled up my receipts in a big ball and whipped it at my accountant's face. <laughs> I don't even take. Honestly, I don't even keep track of the receipts anymore. I just pay for everything by credit card, and yeah, and we're good. Taxes are very intimidating. <laughs> I think that's the way it works. <laughs> Shane, have you done your taxes yet? Uh, my wife does them for me. <laughs> She's a certified accountant. I'm living a good Shane, life. Have you, Shane, have you, <laughs> blessed. Shane, have you figured out how to use the laundry machines yet? The, uh, laundry? Like, uh, do I know how to do the laundry? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I figured that out uh, five years ago. When oh, I, good, when I was I'm, 30. You were avoiding that for a long time. What's that? Yeah, it's, you were avoiding that for a long time. I remember that. That was one of your things. Like, you didn't know how to do laundry. Yeah, because I had a girlfriend who was doing my laundry for me. And then, she, and then <laughs> once we broke up, I didn't know how to clean my clothes. <laughs> just had a rich, yeah. he, just walk, he just walked around nude for a while and then he found another girl yeah that relationship lasted a year longer than it needed to but <laughs> <laughs> because of the necessity of- i'm just kidding of course <laughs> no one knows what relationship i'm talking about max it's Dan. I think Dan oh, Hamilton. Literally, this we will talk about. The, so, so shady. <laughs> like, 
honestly, like, so we're in this boardroom and there's like a door with kind of like a fogged, like, sort of scene. Like, it's like almost like a horror movie. And someone just bumped into the door. <laughs> we were like, oh, we're going to get kicked out. It turned out it was just Dan who's holding two tall cans of Coors Light. And an iPhone <laughs> Dan, driver. Dan, say something on the mic. Max, say something on the mic. Dan, just say hi to the people that are listening right now. Uh, hello? There we go. And actually, it was funny. I, when I was. Uh, plotting uh, this idea, I was like, no one is possibly going to be down here because anybody who has an apartment in this building would just stay in their apartment. But when we came down here, it's kind of happening. There's like a bunch of old ladies next door that have some Sunday night activity. There's a guy FaceTiming his girlfriend while he's like playing video games. And we're wandering around with salt and vinegar chips. Yeah. And yeah. And they also have like an internet cafe in there. There's like to use the internet. I'm like, I, <laughs> Did you I, say internet cafe? Yeah, that's what it's like. That's, that's a pretty 2001 <laughs> reference. I like it. Wait, what makes it? There's where's the cafe there? Well, the cafe is non-existent, but it's a bunch of computers that you can <laughs> It looks get, like an internet yeah, cafe. Yeah, I mean, you, the cafe. Yeah, yeah, you like access the internet, where I just feel like most people have access to the internet. Yeah. True story. Uh, I won't go into the long story, but uh, <laughs> I was uh, I was dumped uh, by my girlfriend, now wife. <laughs> All right, here we go. 40 minutes. Calm down, guys. Uh, I will tell the whole story on a pod one day. But the reason I bring this up is because the Raptors are in the playoffs in round one against Orlando. And in 2000 and maybe seven or eight, I can't quite remember, but I was dumped and I was having this sort of crisis uh, in my life. So I went on this uh, solo trip to Europe. <laughs> oh, no. I'm oh, not, no. No, 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 no. I'm oh, not doing the whole sorry. trip. I'm not doing the whole this trip. There's better time to the Leafs at some point. <laughs> I'm getting to this point. The point is the Raptors won round one against Orlando. This is the Chris Bosh Raptors. And I actually was so despondent that I was like, the thing that I love the most in this world, the Raptors, I can't even take enjoyment out of them, so I didn't watch any of the first round. The trip was so good that by the end of the trip... I was like, actually genuinely like, oh man, I kind of want to know how the Raptors are doing. Because it was at game four at that point. And I was like, oh, I, I, so I went to, as Greg called it, an internet cafe. <laughs> literally um, in Malaga, which is in Spain. Mm. And I got lost like in a square and I found a, like one of these internet cafes. And I looked up the Magic Raptors score. And like I was actually interested in basketball again. And that's how I knew I was getting over my breakup. Hey, that's actually a good Magic Raptors. I remember that playoff series, and now they're playing them again. That's the symmetry of it. And they got swept it. by the Magic. This is why we need to pawn on Sunday night. Yeah. yeah. Max, when was the last time you were in an internet cafe? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Shane's laughing right now. Uh, when was the last time I was in an internet cafe? I can't recall. I don't know. Do you remember? Do you have any memories in an internet cafe? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, in uh, elementary school, like I live near Chinatown. There's a lot of uh, internet cafes there. And so, so we'd hang out there after school sometimes. But not, not since like high school or like grade yeah. eight or something like that. It's been a while. Makes what sense. else went down in Chinatown? It's going to be the start of a good novel. Uh, <laughs> I'll work on that one. All right. Um, so Dan just joined us. Uh, so we want to talk about Sunday uh, today uh, because I got a text from Dan on Friday at 530 going, Max, I love you regardless. You think there's any juice on getting game six Leafs tickets on Sunday afternoon? Oh. So that was probably the impetus for this podcast. It was like, oh, you know, if I do get tickets, and as we know, I'm batting 100 so far, uh, <laughs> that, you know, it'd be, In it'd be life fun to talk with about. tickets, yeah. No, 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 uh, just uh, with tickets. No, because it was on a previous <laughs> podcast. Uh, Shane asked if, uh, what my shooting percentage is with this kind of thing. Sure enough, uh, our good friends uh, came through at MLC, and uh, we got to do the game. We were, what, 17th row, which uh, for hockey fans is the ideal viewing point. Okay. It's above the, above the boards. You're in the suits, the suit seats. Yeah, and it was an amazing. Even though the Leafs lost, it was an amazing atmosphere uh, in in Scotiabank Arena. Like they had the towels, which is always a cool move. Also, the the, the flag thing that goes over top of the the crowd that always looks amazing. Um, and the Leafs scored the first goal, and it seemed like the place was going to explode. Boston ended up scoring the next three goals, so it really kind of brought down the mood. Uh, but a, a, but a couple of small little observations. Number one, they did had a moment of si- silence for uh, Sri Lanka. Was it? Uh, there was a big yeah. uh, mass terrorist attack. Yep. 
at a church in Sri Lanka, uh, and it was probably related to Easter festivities. Yeah. Um, and so they had a moment of silence. But one thing that was really interesting was I've, to see 18,000 people not say a, a peep. Oh, during the moment of silence. During the moment of silence. Sure. I was just like, that's a kind of an amazing thing to experience. Uh, and then, you know, everybody like thinks about what happened. And I thought that was very powerful. Imagine like imagine you passed away and they had a moment of silence for you. And then someone went, he was an asshole. <laughs> well, I was waiting for somebody to say something stupid, but nobody did, which is a testament, I think, to the uh, Toronto fans. Toronto's growing. Yeah. Hey, Matt, and, uh, if yeah. you passed away at this point with your level of fame, do you think there'd be a moment of silence for you at a Leaf game? <laughs> uh, it, it probably it depends on how, how, how you go. I think I think that's a big thing. It's like, it's, if it's by it, your it, own like idiocy, then no, I'd probably not. Like you mean if you had like a drug overdose? Yeah, if if, if you were there still would be, and it'd be so, it'd be like your last free free ticket into that arena. You know, it's like put him on the jumbotron, <laughs> his last free ride. <laughs> no, let's say you were like stabbed at like a tie cats game or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then I think I think the people of Toronto would pay their respects for sure. Well, yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. So then, so then. Another no, here's a question. I, no, no, I like this line of thinking, Max. So let's <laughs> say again, you're stabbed at a Toronto uh, Tie Cats game in Hamilton, and uh, you are now dead. What <laughs> song do you think they play at your memorial? Like, what is your definitive song at your It'll funeral? It probably have to be an R. Kelsey. Oh, knocking at the door easy. for sure. It's not going to be fucking Angel by Jimi Hendrix. Like, what is literally your song? The one that you wrote? Like, if knocking you at the Lennon, door. Yeah, it's like knocking on heaven's Come door. Come on, yeah. tonally, they're gonna play a rocker. No, yeah, they I would make an acoustic version of knocking at the door. Who yeah. would sing it? Deezy. Yeah, <laughs> Mike D. Yeah. Yeah, like, finally, Max. I can step yeah. out front. That's Max. Yeah, knocking at heaven's That's door. That's Max <laughs> knocking at heaven's door. I mean, it'll probably be like a uh, sentimental, like my heart's always yours, or something like that, right? The recording or like someone doing an acoustic like Shane said? Oh, actually, that leads to a, leads to a better question. <laughs> Who would be the, the celebrity vocalist that would come in and do the version? Like, the, like Elton John rewriting the lyrics of, of uh, <laughs> Candle of the Wind, <laughs> Candle of the wind for uh, uh, Lady Di, Princess Diana dying. Who would be – Who would be? okay, first of all, we'll talk about who you might be able to get, like who could be booked. Yeah. But let's talk about who, you're, who you'd want. Okay. Oh, man. Chance the Rapper, probably. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Just singing and dancing. That's the way I'd want to do it. That'd be, that'd be really fun. That'd be a nice uh, funeral. I'd yeah. Be, yeah I'd Speaking like of Elton John, I had an Easter lunch today, and my uh, uncle, Andy, uh, who, who is an accountant, he's like a quintessential accountant, like sort of a very you know, straight-laced, like on the surface of kind of a boring accountant kind of guy. Yeah. Um, he, he told me that he just retired from the advertising agency Ogilvy & Mather. He's, he's been their chief uh, financial officer for a big name, years. Yeah. Turns out Elton John's husband worked for Ogilvy, and he knew him. Like, Andy knew him. Wait, and he's a Canadian. They he's got, he's a Canadian guy. Place up here, and, yeah. he, and Andy remembers him as, like, a young whippersnapper who's, like, really smart. And he requested to get transferred to the London office just because I think he wanted to travel because he was a young guy. And then he met Elton John at a party. And now he's Elton John's husband, and they have a couple kids together. How yeah. cool! And so, and anyway, I just thought it, was, it blew my That's mind crazy. that he never brought. We have he never some, told that story before. Never, They've been married for a long time, and he never brought that up. And it's, it's funny. Right. <laughs> he knows I'm in a band. He knows I'm interested. It blew your mind. Anyway, back to the game for a second. We, um, I had another interesting experience, and I want, I want to get your take on it. Is that they had me on uh, the jumbotron on the blue carpet instead of the red carpet? They have this like segment that goes the blue carpet. Please welcome to the game from Hamilton, Ontario, Arkell's singer Max Kerman, and they had the camera there, and I. 
and I and I kind of like looked at the camera, kind of waved, looked up at the jumbotron to see what I look like. Um, and the reviews I got. Masturbating it. that was greg by the way um but the the reviews i got were like you looked really awkward and and like you look like you didn't know what to do with yourself a few people were like that must have felt pretty weird huh like that and and i thought to myself i was like i thought i did a good job of playing off cool so my question for you guys is what is the look for when that when that happens because i know jay-z does a great job of it when he's sitting courtside at Madison square garden like he looks like he doesn't give one fuck but how would you guys do it would you be earnest and be smiling would you be kind of mean mugging to the camera what would you guys do i would definitely earnest smile wave and here's the thing do you continue eye contact you at the camera? Kind of the camera as much as you want to see it on the screen you just you continue eye contact with the camera okay that, that would see, be i want to see what i was looking like but yeah. then every time you look over it's, it's a tough. bad angle it doesn't connect with everybody who's watching the, uh, the video feed. What would you do, Mike? I, w- I would smile and wave. I'd probably give a peace sign. <laughs> I'd, I'd play it very s- Sunglasses on? Uh, oh, if I was wearing... No, I wouldn't wear sunglasses in the arena unless they were prescription and I'd forgotten my eyeglasses at home. Sure, okay, so for technical yeah. reasons. Shane, what would you do? That, yeah. I'd just go straight face staring at the camera. <laughs> that's why he's funny though that would be the funny uh, way to do it yeah key is to always like stay on the camera don't look up yeah fuck I wish I had another go with or, that. or or just kiss the person beside you and then claim that you thought it was a kiss cam <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a funny way to play it <laughs> that would be good. Erica what would you do um I don't know I would chug my beer do something just, funny and like hit the dab. See, this is the thing. It's like, it, like, is, is <laughs> there dab. is there a room for a bit, basically? Like, because oh, yes. for sure. Remember, speaking of Game of Thrones, that video of Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas's that fiance, that went viral. What she she like, do? She, she, she's at a hockey game, and um, new, it, she went on also the a Rangers game. It was in New York. It yeah. was a Rangers game. Her and Joe Jonas were sitting there going, yeah, and she had like a cup of red wine, and the camera came on her, and it was like Sophie Turner, and she. Literally, like chugged her glass of wine with her like hand in the air, and then the place went nuts. Exactly that. She then she like hit the dab. Oh. It was so funny. It went. It was all over. So the context for her doing that is a little different. That she's like this beautiful actress and she's drinking red wine. Me being like a hoser Canadian rock guy. That's isn't as funny or and charming. I don't know. Of Game of Thrones. You could do the old uh, Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. Just like throw popcorn in your face and be all funny. Mm. That uh. suits your personality. No. <laughs> don't go slapstick. <laughs> no, don't go slapstick. No. <laughs> yeah, not for you. No, yeah, I don't know, like what tonally. I mean, yeah. I mean, probably you're right. The, the thing to do is just to earnestly look at the camera, wave. It's true. And like this is a, a problem shot. that like one percent of the the population is ever going to encounter. You know what, Max? You bring up a real relatable problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens? Yeah. What, yeah. Happens, <laughs> yeah. what happens when they put me on the jumbotron yeah. at a game that I've got comp do? tickets for that yeah. I'm at with my. Uh, you know, best friend, and we're drinking for free. <laughs> and do I look silly or not? I'm on the blue carpet. Because everyone started messaging me from all my followers on Instagram <laughs> saying that I looked weirdly awkward. What would you guys do? No. Let's do a poll on fucking uh, Twitter. Listen, I bounce many ideas off of you. I rely on you guys to give me good feedback uh, for my life and career, and this is part of it. Well, no, I do fun. have one question. Is that, was that your first time back in the building since you rocked that place? It was, actually. And a bunch of, uh, um, of the concierge people. and We're uh, like, you still owe us from that open bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone, everyone's very nice. Everybody's, uh, very... What did they, they didn't owe you? Yeah, yeah. A bunch of people were, Dan were very complimentary. Dan Hamilton had a story. Put Dan on the mic for a second. Dan, you told me a story about someone recognizing Max. Uh, Max was like walking back like in the back hallways, and he's like walking by in his... Like, very white, bright peacock coat, like prancing around. And there's some really drunk guy is sitting on a stool and goes, yo, famous guy. 
And then that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But is I, it is it we, is it any different going back there as a fan of the sports team, knowing that you you know melted fifteen thousand faces? No, because I don't associate that place with. Greg the is the rock journalist of our time, by the way. <laughs> is I, that Jan Warner over there? Anyway, go on. No, I associate that place way more with sports and me just being a fan in there. The fact that we played a concert there was a bit of a disconnect. Like I, I was like, oh yeah, we did a show here, but that's not what I think of yeah. at all when I think of uh, Scotiabank Arena. Shane, what did you think of uh, Max's concert there? Uh, what did I went to that? Um. <laughs> Oh, you 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 were fighting to get into the after party. You almost got kicked out. Oh yeah, I had to save you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. All Max's shows are uh, very good. I w- I was wondering about the um, game. If you got an Arkells Leafs jersey, no, not tonight. Definitely not. Mm. Did that piss you off? <laughs> so he's got one before or a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I didn't want any more attention. But and- I, I did feel like I was the only person not uh, in a Leafs jersey. I'll say that much because everybody in that place uh, is is rocking the Leafs jersey. Even the suits, because you were in the good seats. Yeah, no. Even the suits. Honestly, every single person is wearing a Leafs jersey, which and is a testament. Did to they the warn fandom. you? Did they warn you that they were going to uh, call you out during the game, or is that just a given at your celebrity? No, I did hear through a few people that, like, oh, they want to show you on the, on the big screen. And, and, then, and then when the camera shows up. Through a few people? Up, like, that was the scuttlebutt? What? Like, you heard through a few people? No, there's like, oh, someone said, oh, they want to have you up there. Okay, yeah. got it. So the person who was sort of taking care of us. But it was good. Cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, we have 15 minutes left on this. Okay, 15 minutes to get into the Raptors game. So after the, <laughs> after the Leafs game, it was very sad, um, you know, the, as I said, the building was juiced when the when the Leafs were ahead, and then when they were behind, everybody felt pretty deflated. When we were leaving, everybody was kind of sad. But we went to Real Sports, which is next door, and we met up with the Veerman brothers and my dad, and we watched Mike uh, Kerman, Mike Kerman, and yeah, we watched uh, the Raptors game, and it was a it victorious was event. We had Hammy there. We had the Nut. Yeah, the Nut showed up. It was uh, very fun. And uh, give us your thoughts on, on – uh, what are your feelings on the Raptors? Did you guys know we're in the VIP section the whole time? I did not know that. Until yeah, I've been in that booth before. It's a player's lounge. Only with Max, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, so, Ed, so for our listeners, like, Real Sports has, like, this sort of, like uh, – it gets crazy packed for – especially on, like, a doubleheader where it's, like, Leafs and Raptors or whatever. But uh, we walked in. They were, like – Max is, like, oh, we're in a booth. Like, come. So we go. But both Max and the Nut were there when we showed up. And I couldn't tell who secured the booth. The Nut – or Max, can you uh, can you? Oh, tell this, us? well, I asked the nut to secure the booth, and he figured it out. This booth had a tap, like literally, you could pour your own Coors or Canadian uh, in this booth. Yeah, we stayed away from that though. Apparently, it gets expensive. <laughs> it does get expensive. Yeah. So, uh, how are we feeling about the Raptors uh, right now? Well, the Raptors won. They're up three uh, one, obviously, which is a commanding lead as the Raptors play by and play they won guy. convincingly. They won convincingly. Kawhi was incredible. I think I think Shane summed it up. There's really not much to say about the Raptors. Shane said like the only thing that would be interesting about this series is if the Raptors lost. So what's more interesting to me is that the Raptors are up three one. Uh, Philly is up three one on Brooklyn, which means we will see Philly uh, in Game One. I imagine of the second round on Saturday, which I have tickets to, <laughs> and Greg has already claimed uh, that he's going to be my uh, my shotgun. It's true. Uh, that is the series I'm interested in. This series is already over. And I'm happy. I'm mm-hmm. glad that we are now a team. Because here's the thing. Historically, Raptors fans have this sort of anxiety about them where it's like, oh, we're going to blow it. We're going to embarrass ourselves in the most sort of embarrassing sort of like scenario that you could imagine. It's nice to just be like an elite team that is a title contender that takes care of business in the first round, wins 4-1, and keeps it moving. And I will say Shane said that shit to me literally like five days ago. We sit back-to-back at work. He was like, ah, oh, they'll be fine. They're going to come out. They're going to win the next four games. 
Yeah, I couldn't even tell if they were playing well tonight. It just seemed like they were such a better team. than They played very well tonight, I thought. Yeah. Their defense was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Shane, what did you think as a guy watching? Uh, I didn't really give a shit about it. I'm more interested in the uh, the Philly-Brooklyn series. I know. That was interesting. Eh? Yeah, what did, you, what did you think of Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons laughing after Joel uh, elbowed that one guy quite hard in the face in the Bad press look. conference? Bad look, and I watched, uh, there's a little bit of uh, NBA history, but I watched LeBron James and Dwayne Wade do the exact same thing to uh, Dirk Nowitzki, who is suffering from a cold, and they ended up making fun of him for being sick. They were coughing on like the podium the way that sort of Joel and Ben were kind of laughing. I don't, I, like, I don't think ultimately it matters. Like Brooklyn's not coming back to win this series, but I do think it's a bad look and just sort of like, they're young. They're, these guys are both under 25. They're like having a piss. They're having a laugh. What would you think of it? I, th- I thought it was weird. Like, even if you're going to do that in private, you would never do that publicly. Like, you're at risk of getting a fine or suspension or something. I think they're just young and, like, you know what I mean? Like, people do stupid shit. Yeah. But it was very interesting and very dramatic and very uh, very fun to watch in a, in a, uh, a way, like a voyeuristic Definitely. Way. Get the popcorn out. Greg, you're going to say something about Vucevic in Orlando. Oh, no, just going back to just taking a positive from the Raptors series, just how Marcus is handling Nikola Vucevic, like he's an all-star. Marcus shutting him down. He can't get anything. That's kind of the fun things. When when the series are so boring, it's like you just look at the small things in the series, and that's the fun thing to watch is like Gasol against Vucevic, or you know, any of those little storylines. That's kind of what gets you through the boring series. What, I agree. What do you think? Um, what are, What are you most hopeful about when it comes to the Raptors? And what are, What is the thing that concerns you the most, Mike? Well, I'm, I'm I'm most hopeful that I think this is a title contending year, and I would love to go to the finals because obviously I've never seen the Raptors in the finals. No one has, um, and I do think it's a, a rare thing. The thing I'm most concerned about is like I guess just like embarrassing ourselves on a large stage in the sense like here's what I would say: for so long, like you watch all these great franchises like the Lakers or like San Antonio, and you watch the way that they handle themselves, you watch the way that they succeed on the highest level. And for so many years, the Raptors have been sort of like not very good or mishandled and they don't come through sort of in the clutch. So you always go, oh, why are we this Mickey Mouse organization? But for the last half decade, we've actually been building towards something. Masai Ujiri has changed everything, but you can't shake the feeling of like insecurity. Yeah, the PTSD of a bunch of guys that are a little over their head. So when you ask what's my worst case or what's my worst case scenario, it's the thought of like losing in the most sort of embarrassing way, which I guess would be like being up 3-1 in Orlando and then losing in the first round. Mm-hmm. What what about getting swept by the Bucks? Would you consider that uh, the most embarrassing scenario? Not at all. No. Really? It's getting yeah. swept would be embarrassing, I feel. The like. Bucks, the Bucks are monsters. Uh, and by the way, it I mean, always matters. The is one thing, but nuance matters, though. It matters how you got swept. Yeah. Like, if we got swept in, like, uh, we lost by two in every game and it came down to a poor decision or whatever, that's, you know, you live with that. If you get, like, your ass beat by 20 in all four games, that's that's a different sort of way to look at it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Would you consider that, like, embarrassing, Shane, being swept by the Bucks? I, w- I would consider it predictable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my only concern, and tell me how you feel about this, Mike, is um, because the Raptors haven't had that much time to play together. It's like Kawhi's just been with the team with one year for one year. Marcus Hall just got acquired. Siakam was just becoming good. There's a bunch of dudes on our team. Like I don't know if they have the history together, and I don't know if they care as much. You know, when you when you see a team that's been through a bunch of shit, and they're like, okay, they got beat well, two years ago, and again last year, but here's the year they're going to finally push through. Is that in my head, this idea that 
a team needs to have a organic growth is what organic you're growth about. or or it's like no honestly all these guys are vets they've all been in the playoffs they all have experience whether or not they like each other or have this deep personal connection and history with each other is irrelevant it just matters that they're good basketball players and they're professionals like like should i be concerned that they don't have that much experience together okay so a couple thoughts you're getting to the heart of what we root for as sports fans so there's two things so you're asking can a bunch of mercenaries be brought in the best of which the is best? what the raptors are yep so the eight well no not necessarily kind of no i would say freddie pascal og um surge to an extent Kyle, they are homegrown guys. They're guys that have been on this team for a long time, and they've been built up. Obviously, Mark, Kawhi, Danny, those guys have been brought in like mercenaries. But I guess in in a larger sense, what you're asking is, can mercenaries succeed at the highest level? My answer would be yes. My question is more sort of existential, which is, what do we root for as fans? Mm -hmm. Because it's like we obviously invested in DeMar. We invested in the idea of growth. We invested in, like, we liked Yakupertal. We loved Jonas Valanciunas. You know, like, these are people that we grew and that we invested in fans. They're not going to be there if we cross the finish line. That's an interesting thing for me to sort of, like, take in in the sense that it's like, what at the end of the day are we rooting for? Do you feel connected to this Raptors team because there are a bunch of mercenaries on the team compared to other years? Well, I feel connected to this team for a lot of reasons. Um, One, like, Marc Gasol has a great story. He's never been to a finals. So his own journey is interesting. Kawhi is one of the best three to five basketball players in the entire world. So I love watching him play basketball. That in and of itself, I think, is unique. It'd be like being like, well, if you know Bruce Springsteen's going to sit in with this band that I'm into, do I find that weird? Or is it like, no, I think it's fucking awesome. Bruce Springsteen's playing with this fucking sure. house band. It's like, that's fine. It's cool. I guess like the thing is, it's like, what do we root for? You know, it's kind of the old uh, Seinfeld uh, bit about laundry. It's like, do I root for the Raptors as like an idea, an organization? Do I root for people like DeMar DeRozan? Or do I just like root for, I guess, organizational cohesion? I don't know sometimes. Well, we want the the place we're from to do well or the city closest to us to, to win so we can so the city can be buzzing. That's the whole reason we're doing this podcast, right? Because it would be fun. It would be fun if the Leafs won because the city would be a buzz and everyone in Canada would be happy. It's like Christmas time. Everyone's just has a little extra bounce in their step and it's it's a more uh, joyous time. And I think that's what we're all we're all going for. And like it, we could have anybody on our Raptors team and we would be rooting for them. And if Kwai was on the other team, we'd be hating him. Yeah, that's true. The, uh, the, 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 the shrillest on Twitter, who I really like, uh, he had a funny tweet that said, the Raptors got to be the most, a bunch of guys who are now on the same team, teams in NBA history. <laughs> and he goes, and he carries on in the thread. Raptors are like one of those bands that you'd call a super group, except most of the members are only familiar to hardcore fans, like the broken social scene of basketball. <laughs> I was like, that's a fucking great tweet. Which is true. It's it like, is if you're true. an NBA fan, you like Danny Green because there's a work on the Spurs. You exactly. like Kawhi because he's like an understated superstar. Yeah. You like Marcus Gasol because he's a big man who does all the right things. You like Pascal because he's like a secret yeah. special guy. It's like the super group that's all the guitar and bass players. It's not like, no, <laughs> no lead singers no lead singers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like like I said, like I'm just happy that I can't like it's crazy to me sometimes when I look at that Raptors roster. When I think of where we came from, I used to root for like teams with like Jose Calderon was our best player. Like, seriously, like I went to all those games and it sucked, man. 
and didn't. Jose was great. Those no, are good Jose years. was great, but those yeah. teams fucking sucked. And I would convince myself that they were going to co- compete. And I'd be like, hey, we're like only five games out of eighth place or like, you know, being in the eighth seed. And it's like now I look at our roster and it's a fucking roll call of amazing basketball players. I feel secure watching the team. It's like it's like this is a guy who's not going to let me down. This is a guy who's going to do the right thing. It's which a new is feeling. very nice as a Raptors fan because we have a history of guys that you don't totally trust. Well, it is kind of a funny thing with people give the Raptors the label of playoff underperformers. And it's like, as the organizational thing, it's like the Raptors are playoff underperformers. But it's like, no, DeMar and Kyle were. And we've lost DeMar. We've lost like a bunch of guys that underperformed. And we brought in all these mercenaries, like you said. So it's like, it's not that the, like, the Raptors aren't underperformers. It was like the group of dudes that we had in here were underperformers. And this is a completely different team than it was last year. It's all new guys. Like the starting five is... Kyle's the only guy in there. Like the, Kyle's the only person from the starting five last year. So it's just a really funny thing when you identify the Raptors as being playoff underperformers and then not even like factoring in the fact that everyone on this team is new to it and Kawhi is definitely a playoff performer. Pascal's proven to be a playoff performer. So anyway, so it's really fun to watch and it's, yeah, it's just comforting. Like you said, it's like I believe in this group of guys. Like they're, they're so good. Erica, you just came in on a train from where are you from? Waterloo. You came in with a six-pack of bush <laughs> and a bunch of leftovers from uh, Easter. Yep. What are your thoughts on the Raptors? <laughs> oh, my God. I love the Raptors. I'm not a big uh, basketball guy, but <laughs> I uh, I root for the Raptors. I love Serge Ibaka. <laughs> and, uh, Just like Alex. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I hope they win. What's the cup called? What do you call it the in cup. basketball? <laughs> if they win, it's not the Stanley Cup. It's, it's Larry O'Brien trophy. Larry O'Brien? But yeah, no it's, it's not as good it? as the Stanley Cup. Yeah, who's Larry O'Brien? He's got one giant ball, and that's why the uh, <laughs> the trophy looks the way... No, that's a joke. Uh, if, anyone knows, <laughs> if anyone knows what the trophy looks like, that joke kind of makes sense. But uh, anyway, uh, Erica, what were your thoughts on Max calling a uh, random podcast this late at night? I'm just curious. Am I getting paid overtime? Definitely hey. not. <laughs> or... Um, Did Greg put you up to this? Holiday yeah. pay. <laughs> Ask for overtime. Yeah, because right, I think Max, I think up. we have about two minutes left before the audio cuts out. I'm just wondering, um, was this worth it? <laughs> on, you know what? We what we'll do is we'll put a Twitter poll. Uh, is is we're gonna we're gonna hold put, on? I'm taking a photo of Max. Max yeah, there's his feet up on the table. He's got his shirt open. He's, He's looking four awesome. Right undone. Now. I have a really funny video. I'm gonna I'm gonna post it on Instagram. I was gonna wait for approval, but I'm just gonna yeah post okay. It. <laughs> So we're gonna put it, uh, put a Twitter poll up. Was this worth it? Everybody's yeah. pretty loose right now. We're talking like we're basketball professionals. <laughs> I'm I'm asking a lot of questions that are completely unrelatable, and uh, you can let us know if this was a fun podcast or whether it was a waste of time. Are, and are, if it was a, it, are you guys drunk right now? <laughs> <laughs> that would be affirmative. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. All right, cool. Thanks, Shane. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Really appreciate it.